So hello and welcome to the 21st episode of the Spotlight Podcast, the unofficial podcast for Century 21 sales representatives in Canada, where we discuss the hot topics and important news in the real estate industry. So I'm your host, Linus Killius, and with me as always is Aaron Richardson. Good afternoon. Hey, Aaron. So Aaron is a broker and general manager with Century 21 Heritage Group. Aaron has an extensive background in online marketing, technology, and customer service. And I'm the head of business development at the real estate marketing company, Homania, and I'm also in a bad need of a haircut. I apologize. Just like my lawn, I've been putting it off, putting off cutting it. <laughs> so on today's show, we're going to be discussing agent websites. We all know the, the internet is important for promoting yourself as an agent, but are you promoting yourself effectively? What is your web presence like and how many websites do you have? Should you have more than one? Aaron and I will be talking about agent websites in detail, but before we get started, we have a bit of an exciting announcement to make. We're going to be doing a live version of the podcast at the Canada Conference in Vancouver. We may have mentioned this in a past show, but it's now official and we have a time slot. It's 1 p.m. on the Saturday of the conference at the Expo Theatre. Um, and while Aaron can actually make it out there to host with me, we've got a special guest host. We've got the big cheese himself, Brian Rushton, is going to be guest hosting with me. And to make it even better, we've got two guests lined up, Chris Leader and Rob Vivian, who I'm sure most of you are probably familiar with. So if you're coming out to conference, make sure to stop by and watch the show. It'll be pretty cool to see it live. So that being said, let's get right into it. Agent websites. So Aaron, you were a salesperson one time. I'm assuming you probably had a lot of websites out there. What, what is, what's your strategy for maybe agents that are getting started or uh, even those that are well-established but may not have a solid internet presence? Where do you start? Okay, so let's start with where do you start? That's a good uh, starting place. Um, you're given a website from uh, Century 21 Canada. Um, everybody part of the Century 21 system gets their own website. And um, most people, you know, well, it's a free website. How good could it be? Um, the Century 21 website that they give you is actually very, very effective. So, and it's uh, it's a good looking website. So your first step would be to take um, one of the courses or if you're technology savvy, I mean, I'm sure you could probably figure it out because it is a very, what you see is what you get and a very easy system to navigate. Um, so that would be where I would start is definitely set up your Century 21 site, uh, site first. Yeah, and that, that makes a lot of sense to me as well. And one thing that I really like about Century 21 websites is, is, and I mean, maybe a lot of people don't realize this, but they're they're obviously hosted at century21.ca, which has a lot of clout with Google in, in terms of engine optimization. So I know a lot of agents that have spent a lot of money on website and optimizing like for search, and you search their name, the first thing that still comes up is their Century 21 website uh, because century21.ca as a root domain has so much clout with Google. So right off the bat, you're already getting a lot of backing and a lot of SEO baked in, and it doesn't cost you a dime if you're part of the Century 21 family. So it's a great place to start. And like you said, it's pretty fully featured. You've got all sorts of little tools in there to help you put it in extra content and get that presence. So if someone is you know, doing their due diligence on you know, your Aaron Richardson to see who is this guy, like what, what has he done? What like is he look like a reputable agent? You've already got that professional website already set up and everything. Yes. 
So Linus, I think the first thing we should do is uh, define what SEO is. What is SEO? Everybody says SEO and you'll hear about that a lot. So what does that mean? Um, so it's search engine optimization is the correct term um, when we just short form it to uh, SEO. And uh, essentially that's how well you get ranked within the search engine, which would be Google, and uh, how easy it is for you to be found on the internet or your topic be found on the internet. Yeah, and SEO um, applies to all sorts of different terms too. So it depends on what you're, what someone is searching for. If someone's searching for uh, real estate agents in Toronto, uh, where how you rank there is how your your search engine optimized for that term, as opposed to something maybe more specific like your name. Like if someone Googled Aaron Richardson and you came up first, you've got very good search engine optimization for that term, uh, but you may not have it for another. So it's a very important distinction to make because typically when you're talking about search engine optimization, you're targeting a specific uh, search term or category. So when we're talking about your website, um, one of the things uh, that I'd suggest is start with the Century 21 website and utilize it and really um, utilize it in a way that uh, benefits you the most. And personally, because Century 21 is in the um, is the root domain and, and then that's where all the clout is. Um, if somebody were searching in my area, it's, I live in Newmarket, when somebody's searching for a Century 21 agent in Newmarket, I figure that'd be the easiest way for me to come up first. So I would make sure that uh, I um, did the things I could to my website to really push the Century 21 brand, um, the area, having a lot of information about Newmarket. And it doesn't take very long because um, we have 100 agents in Newmarket and and uh, not all of them know how to uh, really uh, maximize the uh, visibility of their website. So, Yeah, maybe I'll just take a couple steps back to and, and elaborate a little bit more on search engine optimization because that really is the kind of core of this whole agent websites bit because that's what you're looking at doing is, is enhancing yeah. your discoverability. Um, just so everyone kind of understands the basics. I mean, it's a lot more complicated than this, um, but Google has particularly gone forward and, and said a few things that you can do to improve your search engine optimization. Um, a, few, a few of the big factors that make you perform well in a search engine scenario. Uh, first off, like we mentioned, century21.ca has a lot of clout. So making sure that your root domain, it has a lot of clout with Google already, like a, it's a big name like Century 21 or like a Royal Bank or one of those, that really helps. That gives you a solid base. The next step is you want to make sure you have a lot of unique content. Uh, Google puts a lot of priorities. I'm sure we're going to talk about different uh, ways of adding unique content to your site. Um, but anytime you have unique content uh, and if someone's searching for something, it's, it it's gives you that extra benefit on Google, especially if you're coming with unique content regularly. So your website will have uh, enhanced search engine optimization, and you'll also be able to key on specific key, uh, search terms and topics too with your unique content. Um, the, the other thing too is you want to have high quality, I can't stress that enough, high quality backlinks to your site. So um, a common strategy used to be, and this is horrible because this will actually really hurt you, is something called link farming. People used to pay companies to put like, you know, thousands of, of backlinks. And what a backlink is, it's like if, if I have a link on my site to your site, that's a ba backlink to you. Uh, Google says, okay, well, if people are backlinking to your site, they, it must be good because people are referencing your site. So you want these backlinks, but if you have, if you're paying people to put out like thousands of backlinks for you, like link farming, uh, that'll actually hurt you. Google's smart enough to figure that out now, and it'll, it'll get you almost blacklisted, and and they'll severely penalize you in the search engine uh, optimization world. Um, I learned I learned that five years ago, and I did get blacklisted for two years. So just yeah. so you know, and it's not like you can call Google to get you out of that too. That's no. that, that's a tough hole to dig yourself out of. Um, so just I guess a word of warning since we're talking about this now. 
there's a lot of snake oil salesmen out there that try and take advantage of people that aren't as tech savvy or in the know. Um, so just try, trying to, if it sounds like it's too good to be true, there's no silver bullet. You can't just pay someone to get you up on Google unless you're paying for AdWords. Um, it, it's probably too good to be true. And it's probably going to be more harm than good. And you're probably just throwing your money away. Um, but anyways, good backlinks would be like if if uh, your community page, like um, or like an, uh, again, you're doing a, a festival in like Toronto or whatever, and you're a sponsor, right? You get a backlink from that festival page or like the city of Markham page or or like whatever, like along those lines. Those are solid backlinks, and the closer those are to the front page of whatever site you're you're getting the backlinks from, the better. And the the better more cloud they have, the better too. So if you do get that backlink from like Royal Bank's front page, that'd be huge obviously no one's gonna be getting that but those are the kind of quality backlinks we're talking about not some recesses of the internet like hundreds and thousands of backlinks from those uh which would be equal to like you know the equivalent of one from like a really solid uh, front page of like a really solid site so anyways that's i didn't want to get too much into that but i just want to make sure everyone understands how search engine optimization works because that is kind of crucial to our discussion today so you need a solid solid root domain unique content and high-quality backlinks. Those are the, the, the three kind of key things for getting uh, up there in search engine optimization. So we can, continue the, discu- we can continue the discussion now yeah. about agent websites. So um, I don't know, maybe we can like even hit those three pillars. So um, let's start with, well, we've already started with the, the root domain. So if you have a Century 21 website, that helps you right there. Um, yeah. What about generating content? Uh, we, we haven't touched on that too much yet. Aaron, do you have any suggestions for what someone should do to kind of generate content to get up? Yeah, there? and maybe this could help. Um, I just before the podcast, I wrote, I just just jotted down four things here, and and then we'll see how this works. Um, my feeling in terms of website and what you should really look at from the beginning, because I think everything that uh, Linus just brought up was great, and it's um, and I, I it makes a lot of sense. Um, however, you might be like oh man, I got a lot of work to do and all the rest of it. The first thing I think that is important for people to uh, do with their website is create a good image, okay? So an image of themselves that shows success, um, something that, because uh, the first thing that people are gonna do and all your friends and family and, and anybody you meet at an open house or anything like that, first thing they do is they Google you. So what is found online needs to be sharp, good looking, professional, write content on their original content, which is write it yourself. Um, so you're giving your Century 21 website, it comes with it, um, you know, predefined content, change that, rewrite that. I know it sounds fantastic, but rewrite it, have your own content. Um, but the nice thing about the Century 21 site is that it's got a great image. It really looks uh, visually pleasing. And that's what people wanna see that you're a professional. Uh, and so that's the first thing uh, to make sure that you do with your website, because I think you know, before you start thinking about getting up on Google and the rest of it, just just make sure that somebody does go to your site. It looks good. Yeah, and I mean, we we did spend a bit of time talking about search engine optimization, but for for your own name, if someone's googling you, unless yeah. you've got a very generic name, there's a good chance that if someone is searching Aaron Richardson, real estate agent. Aaron's going to come up, even if he hasn't spent like an ounce of time doing any sort of search engine optimization or anything, right? Because uh, likely he's the only Aaron Richardson in the Toronto area, say that's a real estate agent. So you'll come up and people are doing their due diligence on you. They want to see, okay, well, let's see if this guy is legit. Uh, and looking professional is really important. I remember a right. few episodes ago when we did the, the the bit on the buyer presentations, I was trying to look up to see if I could find some agents buyer presentations as examples. And I came across some really horrible, horrible YouTube videos 
those. And I looked at those and I was like, you really want those online promoting your image? <laughs> like if I saw those and, and, and I wanted you to represent me, I'd cross you off the list right away. <laughs> like right. making sure you're professional is is so incredibly important. Um, it, it's kind of like judging a book by its cover, right? Like you, if you can't, if you look at that and you say, okay, this is horrible quality. Like if they, if they can't be a perfectionist about that, then where else are they going to be kind of like lacking as well, right? So I, I initially formed an opinion about those people I've never met before. They might be the best real estate agents in the world, but you, you really need to make sure you have that best first impression. And the Century 21 website does do that for you for sure. And it helps out quite a bit. And I would, I would use it in that, in that for, that's what I do. Okay. So if you want to know what my web presence was when I was selling my century 21 website was, did two things for me. One, if anybody searched for century 21 agents in new market, I wanted to come up. And the second thing is it was my personal uh, profile site. Okay. So it was about me. Okay. And I think that that's, that's important. And then if you go further into um, subdomain ca- categories, let's say you want to be the top in new market about condos. Okay, you can start putting that content on your website, your Century 21 site still rank very high. Um, But that's when we get into, well, why not have a separate site? Why not buy another site that is just specifically on condos and another one that's on bungalows and another one that's on, you know, and that's when you start adding sites. But uh, if you're starting out, start with a good looking original content site about you, your profile on the Century 21 system. It will really help you. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, I mean, maybe we should mention this before, but I, at least from my perspective, there's there's two kind of goals of an agent website. And correct me if I'm wrong or if I'm missing anything here, Aaron. Uh, there's the people doing research on you because you know, maybe they're, you're going to a listing presentation. They just want to check on you before before you start. And there's also the other side of, yep. of trying to get leads. Um, uh, so it, I'm not sure. Like I, I know agents that have sites specifically just to brand them and then sites that are specifically meant to get leads and maybe even have like very limited branding. Um, so I guess, the, so you're saying the first place starts, make sure you've got a really good page about you. It can have like some leads capture. I'm sure most agent websites would, especially well, century21.ca does, one does too. Um, but is that where you should focus, yeah. I guess? Yeah. So I wrote down three things and one of the things I'm going to take out now, um, I wrote down four <laughs> things total, but I'm going to take it, break it down to three, your image. Okay. The functionality of your website, it should be very functional. And then you can start looking at getting leads off of it. So as long as you have an image that's, uh, that portrays you uh, profile-wise, you're, you're 80% there. I think that's what people really want to know about you. People think that, oh, you know, come search for homes on my site. Well, there's 5,000 other sites to search homes for. Why yours? So, and, so you should have functionality there. And the Century 21 site has a great search engine. So functionality is there with all the listings on there. And I think that's what people want to see. They want to see that you have a good image, good functionality to find properties. And then the last thing is leads. And now leads is really a whole, you know, we'll do a few pod. Actually, we'll do a podcast on leads. If, if we haven't already, I can't remember if we, we did some paper click. I think we did some pay click stuff, but um, yeah, yeah. Some, and how to generate leads from your website. Yeah. Maybe that's a good uh, topic for next show then. Yes. That'd a little, be great. little preview. Um, yeah. So once you start getting to that point, then let's say you've got a great site with your image and it's got all your background information. Maybe you've got some unique content going there, maybe even a blog. Um, and you do want to start get hitting more of the lead side of things too. I know, like you said, there's, there's so many sites out there and there's so many different strategies for going about this. Um, but is this a good place to start looking at multiple websites? You kind of mentioned a little bit before, like having, like adding on more websites, but um, yeah. I guess what I'm kind of getting at is, um, 
I've seen agents go all in on one website, and then I've seen agents spread themselves across like dozens yeah. of websites. Yeah. Is, is there a better way to go about this? Like, what kind of strategy should you? I think so. I think so. As soon as, uh, as soon as you really start going hard online um, with your presence, and that's where the industry is going, right? So uh, I think it's important to start to branch out from just one website because um, you can't have. It's very difficult to have all the search topics all found on one website uh, on Google. So um, if you start to branch off, and what I did was I looked at my profile site. I looked at Century 21. That was my first stop. And then this, uh, this next step was uh, a site about new market, so new market real estate. So I wanted to get uh, up there. So I had a domain, newmarketrealestate.com. And, and I start work, working on content that was just about new market real estate. Then I bought Aurora, which is a town next to me. And then I bought Bradford, which is the town next to me. So I started looking at different towns around the area I wanted to to, uh, to do. I also set some agents up on uh, our team. Um, one was the condo king of uh, new market. So he was going to specifically, you know, specifically um, focus on uh, condos. So he had his Century 21 profile site, and then he had a site about condos. So those are... Those are the different things you can start to do uh, as soon as you start to branch out um, in real estate. And uh, now, one of the things I wanted to touch on actually um, was the Century 21 site because I want to go back there because it can do a few really neat things for you. So these are things that people don't realize. Century 21 has something. And have you ever been on the Century 21 site and? That's the very first site, let's say it was mine. It was Aaron Richardson's site. And then you started searching for other homes and two days later you go back on and you're you're actually looking for homes and you're on another person or you, you've gone through another uh, a way of getting through or you went back on to search. It's Aaron Richardson's site again. And it's it's I don't know if the right word is tagging, but it tags the person that first um, searched and first went into that his website. So let me... I'm, I'm trying to trying to get it a little bit simpler. So let's say Linus was searching for homes and co comes into an ad I did and came into my Century 21 Aaron Richardson site. For the next two weeks, every time he goes on the Century 21 site to search for homes, it'll always be Aaron Richardson's name up at the top, top left-hand side. And that's a powerful tool that Century 21 has for your lead generation because if you ever want to see a, a house in the next two weeks, I'm getting the lead. Yeah, for sure. It's it's a version of leads tracking. Um, so the idea is Aaron brought the business in to centralone.ca, so we're going to give him credit for it. So right. for for that whatever the period of time is, if they come across any listings, uh, be it like even like a Remax or Royal LePage or whatever listing on there, even if it isn't a centralone listing, it'll say you know presented by Aaron Richardson, and there'll be like the contact agent button, book a showing, like all that kind of stuff That's will right. be in there. So all the leads capture will go and filter to Aaron, uh, no matter who the agent is on the listing. Now. A little, kind of ironically, this is this has come up as a customer support issue for us at the Spotlight program, because we'll get agents call all the time, and be like, "Oh, like I I went and looked at my listing on Central.ca and it was a different agent," and be like, "Well, it's probably because you initially went through like a different agent's site or whatever, got to Central.ca and you've been tagged." And we have to I have to explain that, and and they understand ultimately afterwards, but they, there's a lot of confusion there as to how that there works. Is. Um, so, uh, and people usually get pretty, pretty upset too. They see like their listing tagged by another agent, but I mean, it does work very well and is very powerful in the situation and it helps everybody, um, that's in the Century 21 family. Uh, and it helps for sure anyone who's promoting the Century 21 page too, um, because it 
it does help you if you're bringing people in through your central toilet page uh they're they're tagged by you and, and you're, you're capturing that lead now that's in the yep. system so that's another benefit of of promoting your central page um, that's right so uh going back to like the multiple websites bit um Again, this is where I've, see, I've seen different strategies. So yes. if, if you've got all those websites, I feel like it can almost be a downside to it. I mean, obviously, there's upsides and downsides to any decision. Um, but I feel like you can, you can almost split your focus a little bit. Is like, yep. I've, I've seen agents that go like really ham on their, their website and make it like everything in the one. Um, and then there's the agents, like you mentioned, that you, you guys were structured as as well in the past, where you had like your main page, but you also had a whole bunch of different, more like niche tar- targeted pages. Um, are, can you speak to any advantages or disadvantages? Like, obviously, that, that one worked for you, but maybe it doesn't work for everybody. Like, it might be a little yeah. simpler and easier to wrap your head around if you just have one page that does everything, right? Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, and that's, that's a good point. If you spread yourself too thin, the time you spend on your websites uh, don't get optimized as well. So obviously, if you have your own website, one website, and you put all your time and energy into that site, the site will be very um, called dynamic. Um, it will get a lot of uh, business and uh, and hopefully create some leads for you. Um, however, um, you know, if you want to branch out and start to specifically do other sites, there's some advantages to doing that in the sense that you talked about backlinks, for example. And it's nice to be on big sites, but if you have five other sites that point back to your original site, that original site will become even better. Yeah. So if you have other sites pointing to it. And, and I, I mean, I mentioned like Royal Bank. Obviously, you're not going to get a link from the front okay. page of Royal Bank. <laughs> uh, but there's there's other ways to do it too. Um, a lot of people that are in this kind of space are, are more than willing to scratch each other's backs too. Like if you if say you have a blog, if you promote someone else's blog and you'd be like, hey, listen, like I'm going to like do this a little bit on your blog. Maybe you can like mention me in, in, in your blog kind of thing. You can do a little back scratching like there. If you're involved in any kind of community events too, you can say like, oh, you know, like I, I'm more happy to volunteer time. Like, do you mind just like putting a little link to my website or whatever on your page? I'm sure there's probably better ways to go about than that. But just you, if you keep in the back of your mind that when you're involved in something, if you can get your, your links backlinking to your page, and if you do have like one kind of central page that you're trying to focus on, it'll help uh, bring you up. And, and it's like small steps to get you to where you want to be. But the more of those st- those backlinks you have, the better. Yeah. So. And, and and that's we're getting into a little bit more of the advanced stuff, but I, I, I don't mind uh, because I think it's important, especially with backlinks. Uh, one of the advantages to have multiple sites is um, – there's something called shared links. So share it. Like if you go, if you, a backlink is when somebody sends you a link from their site. Um, if you send one back to them, you're actually sharing back. It's just, it goes both ways, right? So you're sharing their site, he's sharing your site. And Google says, no, nah, no, nah, that's, that's kind of cheating. So um, they don't penalize you for that, but it's not as effective if he just, or that other person sends you a backlink and you don't reciprocate. So having multiple sites is great because you can say, well, I'll tell you what, give me a backlink to my main site. And I'll use one of my sub-sites and give you a link from that site to your site. So therefore, you're giving them a benefit and not losing the SEO from the original shared shared link. Yeah, do, doing any of these strategies, you got to be kind of careful because we we don't know exactly how Google penalizes. Like there might might be a situation where they're, like they're, their algorithms getting smarter and smarter every day. They might be able to say, okay, well, we know these sites are associated with each other, so we can kind of see what they're trying to do here. So you you, have, you do have to be a little bit careful. Um, but at the yep. end of, at the end of the day, just getting those backlinks from reputable sources is kind of the important thing. Um, 
just because it was kind of coming to mind there too. Um, one thing I've seen agents do a lot of is scoop up domain names with specific key terms. Um, that's not as important as it used to be. I just want to make a little note of that. Like if you got like mm-hmm. torontohouses.com or realestatetoronto.com, which I'm sure has been taken for eons, but um, you don't get as much um, if you're trying to target like Toronto real estate from torontorealestate.com as you used to. It, they put a lot more emphasis on the content of the site and Google's getting really good at like scraping through the content, seeing if it's everything that's written in English, um, taking out the kind of the key search terms from that and putting it together. So any of these old strategies like keyword stuffing too is another one that's that's uh, that's not necessary anymore. Uh, it just if you write good content, it, Google will know what it's about, and that's how they they can use, they use their AI to come up with uh, how you should be ranked in search. So um, basically, if you think about it, if you generate good content. Uh, on your topic and you generate a lot of it, generally that'll help you get up higher and and search for those search terms that you're looking for. Yeah, exactly. And that is the key now is content. Absolutely. And it's changing, um, meaning changing all the time. So you're obviously adding content regularly um, is important. So, well, we mentioned the word blog. Do you know a lot of agents have blogs or do you think that's a successful thing? I mean, I guess it's just a, it's just a way that you can say, you know, this is, I generate content and I call it a blog. I mean, you don't have to call it a blog necessarily and just write content. Um, but is, is a blog or blogging a a useful way to do it? Yeah. I mean, I think there's a misconception and in the, definitely in the past there was a misconception that blogging, uh, was just about trying to get people to, you know, talk to you on your, on your site. Well, they definitely didn't brand themselves well with the word blog. (laughs) It doesn't, it doesn't really sound that great. It sounds like blah, you know? So, but, um, but yeah, I mean, sorry, continue. I don't want to interrupt you. No, no, it's okay. Um, so, I mean, that was a misconception is, you, you know, nobody blogs anymore. Why, why is blogging help me? You know, it gets content out there. Um, but you know, why, why a blog over, let's say, just doing a custom page on your website. So it's the same thing. The de- definition of blog over content or a page or anything like that is just a blog is back and forth. So people can actually comment on what you're saying. So that's all blogging is, is really a back and forth conversation. And that doesn't happen as much anymore. So um, essentially, you just have to put in new content and um, some very, uh, very good SEO site or search engine optimization people have said that um, it's actually better for you to create a page within your website than necessarily blog. Um, So, and what I've been doing is um, creating a page on the content I want to put on my website, putting the unique content on there and then blogging about it and then going on to five different blogging sites and doing the exact same content on those blogs that points back to my original content on my site. And I think that that's um, a good strategy because uh, the original content that was on my site gets the benefit of having the original content. For sure. Yeah. And kind of picking and choosing what you're talking about is also important too. just a kind of as a side note there too. Um, if you're looking at targeting, uh, if you're farming a community or something, just if you blog or write content, focus on that community and maybe you have a community page set up and you have content coming in there, that's a good way to like get up in whatever it is, like, you know, Vancouver real estate. Just if you're constantly talking about Vancouver, a specific com- community within Vancouver is probably even better. Uh, so if anyone does search um, a specific, you know, area uh, for real estate, then you're more likely to come up. And that's a good way to yeah. zone in on a specific kind of search term. Because yeah. generally... Um, so there's so many agents out there doing exactly this, right? You can't 
be very wide sweeping. I, I guess Vancouver real estate is probably a bad example because there's probably like thousands of agents doing right. that exact same thing. You got to get more specific. Um, you have to try and really zone in on specific communities, the areas that you're farming, uh, the that's niche right. neighborhoods. And that, that's probably a more effective strategy because uh, Vancouver real estate, Toronto real estate, those are very hotly contested top. You're never going to get, especially if you're starting now, you're never going to get to number one for Toronto yeah. real estate agent. Uh, it's just not feasible. There's too many people competing in that space. You need to find a, a, a neighborhood that's less served by people generating content. That'll benefit you as well. So the, the term actually um, from from that standpoint is called long tail keywords and uh, the long tail keyword, for example, this is a great, great seg, uh, seg, um, segment to talk about, but um, is what Linus was saying. So if you have um, real estate in Toronto um, and then you're talking about a topic about Rosedale. And then maybe you're talking about the crime in Rosedale is very low or something like that. So when somebody searches um, crime in uh, Rosedale, how is the crime in Ro your site comes up? That's a specific long tail keyword um, that will come up very, uh, very easily for you if you write that content. So that's where people are going to get to your site. They're not going to get there by just typing in Rosedale in Toronto. But if you're talking about the crime statistics in Rosedale in Toronto, yeah, your site will come up. And there might not be a ton of people searching that, but most of them that do, you'll be up there really high. So that's, it, right. that's, that's the way to get it. You, you want a larger share of the small pie is better than no share of a big pie. And that's, that's, right. and that's generally the, the way to look at it. And having a lot of these different contents, like you might have something on the crime, you might have something on the activities in Rosedale, you might have something on like the best schools in Rosedale. These things will start to add up. And the great thing about right. making content is it's gonna be there forever. You do it once, that page is always gonna serve you and your and, and people searching. Obviously, there is a bit of a decay with time. So if, if this if the page has been there for like five years, uh, like Google will, will give less priority to it. But it'll still be there. So it'll still be generating uh, incoming traffic for you, uh, regardless of what you do. So that's the great thing. You kind of like you're building a catalog or a back catalog of content, which which really helps out. So um, one other thing that I guess we haven't touched on yet too is what about video? Because Video yeah. is um, one place, I mean, you can just sign up for a YouTube account, you start producing video, you can put it into your blog, you can put it in your content, you'll actually start coming up in video search as well. And people like to consume video as, as, a, as a different form of uh, consumption as opposed to reading. So that's perhaps a more underserved um, kind of media because less people are doing it too. What do you think about yeah. that? Oh, I think it's absolutely a video is the uh, is the next step, because I think what we've talked about uh, so far in this segment is a lot to do with content on your website. I think people are starting to get it. So you have 40,000 people on our board and maybe 10,000 people now know how to create content on their website. So it's harder and harder to do. Um, but out of those 10,000 people, how many people like to go in front of a camera and talk? <laughs> yeah, you know, that's it, too. And then there's the technical side, too. Right. So sure. it's, it's one of those those things in business, if you can breach a larger barrier to entry, you've got more of an advantage technically in the marketplace because there's less competition. So that's basically what's happening here. Um, if you are comfortable speaking in front of a camera, you think you can generate content in that form, less people are doing it and more people are wanting it too. So I think that's an underserved area and that would that would help out if you have the, the knowledge and expertise to be able to do it. And it's not really that hard. You can almost just take your, your phone and almost just kind of like blog content that way. I mean, it's probably better if you have a professional setup and such too, but uh, it's getting a lot easier um, to do these kinds of things. And, and I mean, there's tutorials everywhere on the internet. You Google how, how to create a video blog or video content, like 
it's step by step, one, two, three, pretty easy stuff now. Um, but most people won't go through the process of, of getting that set up. And it is great content for your site too. Um, I would suggest, because we don't have another half hour to talk about it today, and maybe it's another segment, but um, uh, Google uh, video blogging, and, and you'll have some people talk, you know, just talk to you about it on, on YouTube about different uh, strategies with Google uh, blogging. I, I do a, a two-hour seminar on this, and uh, there's some key things to make sure to do. And um, Linus, have you heard anything, um, any news on uh, Google's ability to... Um, pick up on words within a vi video for, for search at this point in time? Because that's See, the I, other. Yeah, I don't know how they how they scrape that currently. So, I mean, yeah. I, I do know that almost, like, it feels like weekly I'm seeing more on uh, Google's AI being better at, like, translating and grabbing, like, you know, um, uh, phonetic sounds and such and, and, and reproducing those. So I'm, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised at all if, if they are starting to scrape the, uh, straight videos for the content, if they haven't been doing it already for many years, like, who knows? Um, but they already like if you do something on YouTube, they already um, create captions for you, like uh, yeah. like uh, closed captions. So I'm assuming it's tough to say, it's tough to say because I haven't seen anything from official sources. Um, but they could technically use those. The problem is those aren't perfect, right? So who knows no. um, if they're scraping your content properly? But uh, we're just if we if we're not there already, it's just a short step away. And yeah. but also you have you have the description for your video if you're doing it on YouTube, say. So you can you can say what the video is about. You can put like you know a few paragraphs in there, and that probably serves you best currently for, right. for what's what the content of it is as well That's as the right. title of it um but yeah i'm sure like there's thousands and thousands of people working at google probably on this specific thing too right so it, it's just a matter of time if they're if they're not yeah. doing this already so yeah i know that it is it is something they've been working on and i know that, that they uh, my last time i heard was they they are starting but to uh, be able to do that um but the the key still is to like you said put the content that's in your video in writing on the on the youtube page under the description and then re reference your site for sure Jeez, I, I was worried when we came to the show today, we wouldn't have enough content to carry <laughs> half an hour. Here I am being like, we just started. We're already at the half hour, we're 35 minute mark. I, I, I don't know if, if we, we're gonna have to split this into multiple shows almost. So we've got a couple of shows in the future. We're gonna have to do something on video blogging. We have to do something on, on all these different other topics we talked about. So um, I guess on that note, maybe we should start kind of wrapping up. Is there anything you wanna say on this topic before we do kind of take the show and close it off? Yeah, just maybe just to go back to the basics as well. So don't uh, don't let this get you uh, uh, your head spinning. You know, make sure that you're you've got a good Google presence. Um, Google your name. Find out what sites. You know, the old high five or I don't know. Uh, ICQ or I don't know what was the old sites that you may have been on when you were uh, when you were younger. Make sure that those sites maybe aren't coming up and uh, and taking those down and getting those websites off the internet because bad publicity can be can be you know terrible in this industry. So um, make sure your online presence uh, just looks fantastic and as long as it looks good, uh, I think you're 80% of the way there. The other stuff's fun. That's the way I look at it. It's fun. It's you know it's kind of like a hobby more than anything else. You know, trying to create a, you know, some more leads online and, and trying to learn a little bit about uh, how to do that. But uh, just start with the image. 
Yeah, for sure. And that's the easiest thing. Um, getting deep into the leads capture, that, that can be a, a very long process. And it, it could be a lot of time investment that might not pan out right away to all, all this talk about search engine optimization and getting up there. This isn't something that happens overnight. Um, it does take time. So if, if you're looking to do this, it, it is a bit of a long game. But like we, we said yeah. off the top, the easiest thing to do, centurytrail1.ca, use your online office web page. You've almost already gotten to the top already for your own search term, uh, for your own name. So beef, beef up that website, if nothing else, and then kind of move from there with some of the strategies we discussed. And um, uh, the, and the last little note here is uh, if you are looking for other websites, there's plenty of w- real estate websites out there. We'll call them cookie cutter sites that are about between 30 and $50 a month um, and maybe a, a yearly fee uh, and a setup charge. But um, uh, there are also people that will build your website for $10,000, $15,000. I would be careful with that one. I, I think that's a lot of uh, money that's a lot of times uh, flushed down the toilet because essentially they've just built you what a cookie cutter is. So um, a lot of the cookie cutter websites now that are out there and they're the big names that are at all the trade shows and everything like that, they've done a pretty good job and there's some really good ones um, that are coming out onto the market. So do your research and see what they have to offer and uh, look for something that's visually pleasing. Yeah, I was talking to an agent just a few weeks ago about getting custom work done on their website and they pretty much did just flush down a whole bunch of money on like a, hiring someone to do a, a content for them and at the end of the day they just scrapped the project and went with one of the cookie cutter websites because um, they just already had everything in place and they'd have to worry about these little bugs left right and center and everything too because when you're hiring a web developer you, you can't necessarily know what the quality is the turnaround times the the price might end up going up on you too if they're charging you hourly uh, it's a very different thing to predict so the best way definitely is to go the cookie cutter route it sounds sounds bad when you say cookie cutter but they can really customize them to make you it can. look your you own can yeah, so exactly. it's not like it's going to be like the same as you know a thousand other agents. There is enough degree of customizability to, to help with that. And they, if they're doing this, if they're in the real estate industry, they know a bit more about it than maybe like just a, like a privately contracted uh, software developer might. So you, you probably have all these features already baked in that you'd be paying a lot just to reproduce. Okay, so so let's stop that rabbit hole right here, and let's just close off the show. Maybe we'll make this into a two-part. We can talk about it in the, kind of the coming weeks as well. We've got some more fodder for upcoming shows. Um, but anyhow, if you like the show, make sure you subscribe to us. We're on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you find your podcasts online. And please don't forget to leave us a five-star review on those sites. You can also watch this and past shows at spotlight.century21.ca slash podcast. If you need to reach us, you can email us anytime at podcast at homania.com. That's podcast at H-O-M as in Mary, E-A-N as in Nancy, I-A.com. Every time I'm worried, I'm going to spell that wrong, but I got it. <laughs> this podcast was brought to you by the Spotlight Marketing Program, an exclusive marketing package available only to Century 21 agents in Canada. Spotlight provides agents with a comprehensive internet marketing strategy for their listings. We provide high-quality HDR photography, stunning HD video tours, a cutting-edge responsive website, and an extensive advertising system to help sell your listings faster, sell them for more money, impress your clients, and generate leads. Find out why so many top agents are using Spotlight by visiting spotlight.centurytraining1.ca today. And as a note, I did mention we're going to be at the, the, the Vancouver conference doing the podcast. We're also Homania, or the company that runs Spotlight that I represent. We're going to have a booth there as well. So come and stop by and say hi if you're coming to the Vancouver conference. Anyhow, have a great day. Hope you enjoyed the show. Aaron, we'll see you next week. Take care.